Welcome to episode four of Just Going for a Drive. I'm Nick, and if you're the kind of person who pretends to be disappointed at being designated driver, this is the show for you. And I'm Sam, and if the answer to what's your favourite car is, can I have a top five? (laughs) Well, this is the podcast for you. All right. We're four episodes in. It's been a big week for us. We've... uh, We've launched all of our episodes now, so you're listening. If you're listening through this far, congratulations! Thank you. All right, you're on the way to find the bonus prize at the end of episode five. Ooh, I wonder what that might be. Is it? Well, we haven't. We, yes, there might be a prize. There definitely will be. Mm-hmm. But we this week have also launched our Instagram. Yes, do check it out. Yeah, it's easy to find. It's just going for a drive. Yeah, just going for a drive. That's what we're all about. We don't we don't spam you or anything. Every time there's a fresh episode up, we um we put a podcast announcement on there, a little picture that I've been having fun putting together and little little link. You can message us through there. There's a link to the Spotify there as well. We haven't really gone with Apple yet. It doesn't matter. Nah, we'll, we'll get around to it. We'll get around as to it. As soon as we remember our password. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, the less said about that, the better. We'd like to say hi to a few of our um, our supporters. Uh, thanks, Trent, for the ten half thumbs up on Instagram. Ten half week. thumbs up. That's Thank a good. That's a good score. That's a um, great. A great score, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. What happened to the other half of your thumbs, Trent? It's uh, that's equivalent to about two and a half stars, I believe. I'll take it. Not bad. Not bad at Not all. Not bad. <laughs> hey, so this uh, this episode, we're going to be looking at the hand position while driving. Good one. Our car of the week is going to be the Ferrari Testarossa. Oh, good choice. And car discussion is going to be, thank you, is going to be the gangster car. What makes a gangster car? How do you spot a gangster car and how to avoid them? Mm, Important knowledge here. All these things and less we'll be discussing. Let's kick off with hand position. We've discussed this before on the pod, but we, uh, we do a... A comedy sk- I think we've mentioned the comedy skit from which this podcast oh, was born. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. In passing, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, well, I saw a prime example of this driving up to see you the other day. Oh, well. Yes? Hang on. The comedy skit that I was going to talk about has a bit in it where we talk about the hand position of drivers. Yeah, and in particular, poor drivers. Mm. Not bad people, just... Bad drivers. Bad drivers. They're <laughs> lovely people, I'm certain of it. Oh, that, they'd have to be because they have very little else going for them. Um, <laughs> if they conducted themselves in real life. Oh, dear. As they did about the streets. Yeah, they are. They are lucky to still be with us. Um, that's As a side note, whenever I see the accident statistics, um, it's always very tragic when there's accidents on the road. And um, even, if they're, even if they're minor, they're... They always surprise me because I always feel like, how are they not much, much higher? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you see, you see so many near misses. I mean, it's been a, a, for some reason, it's been a bad time on the road this year. I don't know why I was reading something about it. Yeah. Statistics are up, but. I mean, yeah. you can use statistics to prove anything. 12% of people know that. <laughs> At least. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, this sketch, one of the jokes within the sketch is, yeah, how people who are poor drivers, tend to have their hands in the position of noon at midnight. Not 10 and 2. Not 10 and 2. On the old analogue clock. As I was certainly taught when I learned to drive. Mm. 10 and 2, and you were taught the same way, right? Yeah, exactly. 10 and 2. And every that's part of the little routine when you got in the car. Yeah, that's basic driving lessons 101. Mm. That before you, before you even take off, mirror, seatbelt, 
There's the handbrake. Don't take it off yet. And where do we put our hands? Ten, Ten and, and two. two. That's right. But, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of drivers recently holding their hands at noon and midnight. So picture this if you can. People, I mean, obviously, our listeners have are aware of analog clocks, right? <laughs> but for so those of you that are in the digital age, noon and midnight, you're holding your hands right at the top of the steering wheel, which gives you very little control. You might even have the index fingers overlapping. Oh, that's nice. Like you're taking a golf swing. Exactly. Yeah, you're holding mm. thumb thumb on thumb. <laughs> You've got a firm grip. Yeah. It's but a, on a car wheel? On a car. It's, it's just not a great way to go about driving because... Yeah, like I meant, you've got no control. You've got no leverage. Yeah, and they, they hold their hands in that position the whole time. When they go around the corner, it's like they're on a, a roller coaster or something. Yeah, you're just basically gripping on the front. I call it the water skiing hand grip because all you're doing, and that's probably explaining a lot about your driving as well, you're just being pulled along by this thing. <laughs> you're in no control at all. And the ind- indicators are just going on at random. They just whichever side is indicating is whichever way you turn the wheel left, and your hands both brushed against the indicator stalk. Bump, da dump. Yeah, and obviously depending on whether you've got a European oh, or a yes. Japanese card, is yes. you know that depends on which way you're turning. Yeah, it's. Uh, Why does that ticky noise always go off whenever <laughs> I turn left slash right? <laughs> yeah, they look like a little a little Joey in the pouch. Yeah, tuck the seat up nice and close because their chin is always a lot closer to those hands gripping the top of the wheel than you'd sort of expect it to be yeah and that's the funny thing when you look in your rear view mirror and you see someone behind you or someone that you've probably recently overtaken a little gingerly perhaps yeah and you look in your rear view mirror because of course you need to keep an eye on these people (sighs) if you're overtaking someone who's got the uh what the roller coaster grip You've got to be aware of what they're doing at all times. Your situational situational (laughs) radar is off. Absolutely. One party needs to be keeping their eye on the road, and it's not going to be those guys. No, it's you. Yeah. I love, yeah, when you you look in your rearview mirror, and all you can see is like windscreen, darkness, and out of the darkness, two white knuckled hands holding onto the steering wheel for grin death. Two little fists. Two little fists of fury. It's an edge of a cliff, and they're. Holding on for dear life until they get to the chemist. (laughs) That's probably where they're going. I made it. Ah, It's a great name for a a Bruce Lee movie. Two fists. Two fists. It's probably already been done. It has to have been done. It has to have been done. I'm going to look it up on IMDb. Get the get the uh, get the app out. No, I won't. We don't have. uh, We don't have. We don't have that much. The inclination and also one rule: we're not researching anything ever. No. This is purely our opinion. Hey, look. Not to say that we don't also read things about cars and think about them oh, all yeah, the time and pay attention anytime any media happens. Constantly. But we're not doing homework for this pod. No. No. <laughs> all you're getting is our shining personalities. Oh, dear. Hooray. We should, uh, mm. we should do some research. I might edit that bit out. Yeah, edit that bit out. Definitely. Cool. Let's keep it crisp. Let's keep it flowing. What else about these drivers? These white-knuckled uh, drivers? Look, we, did we discuss it before where it's not just 10 and 2? that sort of sets my teeth on edge. It's when you can look across and see someone with their left hand at four o'clock, just draped right across the steering wheel, oh. casual as you like. Yeah. Is it is I, it a function of really good power steering or lane assist? What? Why, why would you not always want to have 
yourself in control of this massive metal pod that you're about to die in at all times. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's like what we mentioned before we started recording earlier. It's You can't judge people because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. Right? They yeah. Could, they could be missing an arm, <laughs> for instance. They could be having all sorts going on with their life. But at the same time, get off the road! <laughs> Have that emergency... <laughs> In the little overtaking lane, please. I know, you're, you're having a personal breakdown. We've all had personal breakdowns, but don't do it on the road. Don't compound don't, the problem. Don't make it worse. Look, you've got a wedding cake in the back and you've got 45 minutes to get north and the, otherwise the whole thing will be ruined. But also, you might die. Yeah. <laughs> Put a car accident on top of that stressful day. Ten and two, please. And it's not, it's not just your own life you're risking. Rescuing? Rescuing. 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 Who knows? I, Listen, I've got people. no time for pronunciation. <laughs> got places to be. <laughs> i got places to be. And I talk why, like you drive. <laughs> and that's why we have pulled over to the side of the road before we started doing this pod. That is correct. Yeah, we're, we're in a lay-by. We're getting looks. But we're safe. We're safe. Well, I mean, and it doesn't matter where you are. You're always pulled over to the side of the road in some, some cosmic sense. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, yeah. yeah. I just pulled over. Yeah, I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in bed. That's true. Because this pod is not just about driving. It's also about people and the people that drive. And I don't have any more <laughs> mysterious things to say than no, that. No, I think it's I think it's about... It is about people who drive. That's you, me, you, the listeners. Most people. We'd love you to write in and tell us why you think people grip at 12 and, and midnight. Because we're trying to understand people as well so that's the underlying thing yeah we're not just about cars and driving we're about the stories behind them well that's right because driving affects everybody like unless you are unless you're living in the Amsterdam. middle of them yeah unless you're living somewhere without roads you know some people live places without roads sure the future like yeah. back to the future yeah like that <sighs> you know sky highways yeah <laughs> ah the future god i'm glad they don't exist oh me too but actually, this this whole conversation about what is being taught to people on with driving instructors these days, and why are people not putting their hands on ten and two? Mm. This reminds me of a friend of mine was learning to drive recently, and they were told that they were told by their driving instructor that when you're parking, you need to turn the wheel fully before you start moving. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. <laughs> Now, listeners, if you're you are definitely like probably like me, if you've heard, okay, we're stationary, and then you start cranking the wheel, pull down on one side. What's your first thought? Spots on the tires. Bald spots. <laughs> you're wearing them out. Yeah, it, it's 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 terrible for your tires, but it's also a great metaphor for life in general. How does that work? Right. If you're not moving, you can't pick your direction. You know, you can't you can't go. I'm going to be a fireman. And then not do anything towards it. You need to start moving first. Start. Look it up online. Fill in an application. Fill in in a form. Roll forward slightly as you're turning the steering wheel. Do your medical. Get, you know, step by step, you become a fireman. You can't just go point at fireman and then it happens. Ensure that you have enough position to move just the outer corner of the car around the car in front. You know, being a fireman. (laughs) Yeah. Have I got a hold of this metaphor tightly enough? I don't think I do. Oh, absolutely you have. And then you put water on it. Ooh, both. That's how every fireman story ends. <laughs> and then we put water on it. Um, all the good ones. The bad oh, ones yeah. do not do not end with the water. No, the on, bad on. ones um the bad ones 
yeah, don't get to tell their story. No. <laughs> it's a sad day. No. Hi, Jared. You're not one of those <laughs> Hi, ones. Hi, Jared. We have a friend who is a fireman. No, it is fantastic advice. And if you're listening to this and you didn't know that, or if your driving instructor told you to turn the wheel first, all you're doing is putting like a ton of you're pressure just... on some tyres and then sanding it off just that one spot. Absolutely. Tyres don't work unless they are rolling. Are you sure that their driving instructor definitely told them to do that? No, I'm not sure. No. I wasn't there. I was oh, no research. Yeah, very, much, uh, very, mu- very much very much, second-hand information Perfect. there. That, that's the gold standard. Man, that, the steering wheel position thing, as soon as I noticed it, now I can't stop looking. Now that every time I'm driving, I'm kind of doing that constant Terminator vision, you know, the, the, yeah. the zooming around kind of crosshairs thing, and I look in every single windshield and I clock the, posi- the hand position. I love how all our references are from the 90s. <laughs> but Ooh, no, you're absolutely right. Later on the, on the pod, because this ten and two t- noon and midnight thing was very much your joke, and I went along with it because I think it's funny. But I never really got it. But now I'm spotting them all the time. It's everywhere. These drivers, they are, are hanging on for grip. They're driving like they're Donkey Kong. Another nineties reference. Another nineties reference. <laughs> Perfect. Just two big fists. Just two big fists hanging on for grim life in two tons Whee! of steel. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is that the Donkey Kong tune? I'm not sure. Could be. Hmm. Right. Hey, look, I feel like we've 10 and 2, no, 12 and midnight, wrung the juice out of this yeah, one. Yeah, the the, uh, the sun is setting on this. Yeah. Let's go to the next topic. Now that it's getting past twilight. Oh, it's getting dark. The gangster car. The gangster car. First of all, what makes a gangster car? We, we've talked about this a fair bit and we've narrowed it down to three things. Four doors. Four doors. Black. Black. And the boot has to be big enough to carry both uh, body... And a set of golf clubs with which you used to make that body. Make that body, make yeah, that body. correct. Well, I mean, no, you didn't build it from scratch. You made it into a dead body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bye. I mean, it's always been a body. One time it was alive. Now it's in a boot. Now it's just a body. There's no life in it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the nine iron has done its... Done its work. Heavy work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it always tends to do. Actually, when you're, when you're, when you're creating a body, do you have a, a gangster caddy that suggests... The, cl- the right club to use. Oh, like an eager little sort of yeah chipmunk sort of fellow with big checkered pants going, here you go, sir. I, I think he's ready for the three. <laughs> three wood. <laughs> that's that's exactly the sort of thing. Kind of a an 18th century American street urchin. Fantastic. <laughs> you want me to do a little jig while he dies? Yeah, that'd be great. Street urchin's got a bit older now. <laughs> but I like, I like him. I'm having trouble zeroing in. <laughs> that's probably because I'm only using a putter. Yeah, I think you start with a putter. When you're beating a body. Yeah, you start with a putter and then you build up. Ah, so the threat comes from the putter. Yeah, yeah, you have to... Because are heavy. Yeah, putters are hefty. But... You know what, maybe you wouldn't start with a putter. Maybe you'd start with something a little little lighter than Look, I haven't played golf in a while, but my vision of a putter is the one that you get at mini golf with a little, one little sort of, <laughs> it's, a, it's basically a finger of steel. I feel like I could survive oh, a putter beating. Another Bruce Lee movie title. Finger of steel. <laughs> if only he'd lived into early seniorhood. Yeah. I bring my finger of steel. Okay, Bruce, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, look, I reckon you can make it from let's there. Let's not do Bruce Lee impersonations. No. That'll get us into trouble. No, I, I, I just went tough. <laughs> Yeah, just constantly doing press-ups with one finger. He's got a marvellous voice. Oh, marvellous yeah. fingers. A marvellous voice. A marvellous finger. Marvelous but you man. play golf. What, what I would do play you, golf. If you were threatening someone and going, tell us tell us where the stuff is. Oh, great question. And you started with the putter. Here you go, Nick. Have a, have a putter. Oh, Make thanks. him talk. 
if I've been given given a putter by my 18th century American street urchin, howdy! They had streets back then. <laughs> yes, gives me a putter. I think I'm going. I think I'm going knee first. Oh, yeah, because that that, that this this conversation is getting very dark. We'll get back to cars fast. in a minute. No, I think we need to see this one through okay. to the end. Get the body in the car. Get the body in the boot, and then we'll move on. Then we'll move on. Right. So Gangster we're stuff. going knee first, right? Knees. Because Knees that's definitely not life threatening, but very, very painful. Oh, it hurts! I ain't telling you anything. Really? You've really? got two knees. Oh no! <laughs> These were expensive. <laughs> yeah, they I'm don't in last my forties, so I've had at least four operations on <laughs> on my lowest joints. Yes. Yeah. Sam, Sam was an acrobat in his younger years, and was. Yeah, he's paying the price for it. Was. I've used I've used a cane. There goes the other knee. Boom. Oh no! <laughs> I still don't feel like talking though. All right then, I hand back the putter to the street urchin. Boy, thanks, boss. What would you recommend now, son? Oh, I I I don't know. What what would you ask for? As I the think gangster? I, good good question. I'd ask for a four iron. Oh, here you go. Long and strong, like I like my teas. Ah, another golf another reference. Another golf thing. Are you talking about golf or the drink? Move on. Move on, both. Move on, play on. I've now got the four iron's always the one when you're playing some golf and you didn't bring a golf bag. You, your friends always like, look, just take the four iron. Yeah, because it's, it's it's basically like a it's like a wood. It's it's long. It's, you're going to get some distance with it, but it's um, yeah, it's very much. The, if you didn't have your shit together enough to club. bring golf clubs, you're probably not going to need much else. Yeah, exactly. You just, you're walking. The four iron's a great great choice. Yeah. Um, I think I think four iron more than any. Any of the higher number irons, because for those that don't know about golf, as the number gets higher, the angle on the iron becomes steeper. Ah, oh, I see. So four iron's quite flat still. So, so I'm getting, getting a bit of a, a slap in the face. Yeah, oh no, yeah. I wouldn't go face yet. No, oh. far too early okay. for face work. God, we are yeah, really yeah, working yeah, this one yeah, over. Yeah. No, I think uh, if you've got the four iron, I think you're going stomach. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, it, it hurts. That's got it. That's got to loosen the old vocal cords. Look, I'll tell you when the delivery's coming, but I'm not telling you where. Right. Take the four iron back, son. Boy, thanks, boss. All right. What am I? What am? What am I needing here? Well, I think I'm going to need accuracy here, so I'm going to grab a sand wedge, and oh. that's not just a. You're poor not just wave. moving heavier and heavier. No, 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 no. Not no, going no, for no, the woods no, just no. yet. I'm going for accuracy now. No. Uh oh. Because now we're working the face. <laughs> This is when this guy has to start talking. Otherwise, we're going to need to find the next guy. Not the money maker. And let's uh, that's, wrap this up before it gets too graphic. Yeah, please do. Okay. The point being that uh, you need, need space for golf clubs and a body. That's what we're trying to say. Listeners, I uh, cut out the last 15 minutes of Nick <laughs> talking us through quite gently, if graphically, about how to uh, make a dead body with some golf clubs. And uh, Yeah, you know how I play golf? No, no, I don't at all. Correct. Officers. I uh, have clubs. That is all. The recordings you're looking for can be obtained. Well, this is uh, why we know so much about gangster cars. Yeah, that's true. So you've got a black four-door sedan. No, no, not sedan. A black four-door car with a big boot. Big boot. That's what we need. It probably goes without saying that they're German. Oh. uh, Oh, no, I said it. Shit. No, undoubtedly. Mm. I mean, they have to be German and... The undisputed masters or meisters has oh. to be has to be Mercedes. Oh, of course, that's they the car. They create that such an amazing gangster car. All of their cars look gangster. I mean, not all of them. A lot of them look gangster in black. Pretty much any German, any Mercedes that you can think of, if you painted it black, 
That's a gangster. You've got car. yourself a gangster That's a car. gangster car. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Audi tried to join the party. They came in with a few, like, gangster-ish cars, but they were always too nice. curvy and too friendly. I always think that... Here's a great here's a great 90s reference for you. I always thought that if an Audi gangster car crashed into a Mercedes gangster car, all the rings would come off in Pring. Sonic. <laughs> That's Sonic the Hedgehog for Sonic everyone Hedgehog. who wasn't literally born in 1983. Yeah. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. I mean, we were talking about sort of gangster cars in movies, mm. and we had a sort of a, a bit of a tete-a-tete with a detailed disagreement about what gangster car. Here's a pop quiz for you, listeners. Oh yeah, good. What gangster car was Jason Statham driving in Transporter? We'll say the answers together at the same time. <gasps> Seven series. Ah, actually, it turns out. We we did this back and forth for quite a bit. I think we looked it up. I think we were both wrong and right. Yeah, the ones we were taught. Anyway, he he drove both kinds. Yeah, it's long. He's made a lot of movies that are very similar, and he drives a lot of cars that are kind of similar kind of similar. Well. Yeah, yeah, the seven series. Seven series. What a gangster car that is! Classic. Almost too long. Almost. Almost. Mm, it's almost. Wheelbase. It's almost reaching into the limousine territory, and that's what a gangster might be rolling in up to his like. Club, yes, not golf club in this no. occasion, but his his nightclub which he owns for some reason. Of course he does. Yeah, he's getting the Rockstar Park, yeah, perhaps yeah, uh, now renamed the the Gangster, the Boss Park. Yeah, the Boss Park. The boss park. Yeah, that's good. And the Boss Park is almost always valeted. He just rolls up and walks away. Yeah, the, and the valet is going to guard that car literally with his life. Yeah, literally with his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, uh, speaking of what's a gangster car and what's what's not, we were talking about doing this section, mm. and I'd seen a beautiful example um, in town. I'd sent you a photo oh, of it. Oh yeah, that's what it was. This uh, whole thing if you off. can picture it, it's a Bentley Continental. It was big. It was black. It was imposing. It had enough room for a, a body and golf clubs in the boot. Plenty. Easily. So comfortable. However, two doors. Yeah, the boss I, isn't leaning forward. No. That's the thing. Even if the boss is driving sometimes, you've got to imagine that they're driving. Sometimes they'd have a drive, sure. Because a gangster car, we sort of we reckon, is, is about dignity. Boss gangster, at the end of the day, is a person like you and I. Mm. He likes driving. He's of course gonna, he does. He's going to want to take himself for a drive. But more often or not, he has a driver, right? Yeah. He's got a driver. He's got heavies in the back. He's not leaning forward or getting out and moving the seat forward for those guys. Oh. They've, a boss gangster has never said the phrase, could you just? <laughs> Definitely not. Full stop. That's all the phrase is. Could you just? <laughs> Hence the necessity for four doors. Could you imagine rocking up to, say, a meeting of the gangster bosses and everyone rolls up and everyone has the door open for them by a lackey yeah. and then you're there with your oh, it's just a Bentley it's so beautiful and tough oh, beautiful two door Bentley what a what a dream and then you have to get out and like oh excuse me oh you're getting someone to move the seat forward and oh. it's expensive so it's electric and it's calming uh, forward yeah. slowly <laughs> <laughs> no there's no night. dignity no dignity at all that's a key point of a gangster car mm. dignity it they can't have be a to joke be dignified. car it can't be silly yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You you want to be taken seriously from the moment you roll up. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of Mercedes and dignity. Yeah. The G-Wagon. If you can't yes. picture this, it's like a four it's a Mercedes four-wheel drive. Very square, but it's it's square. It looks like a a joke army car. Yeah, it's like if you could imagine how you would have drawn a drawn a car when you were about 6 years old. It looks like that. Yeah. All just straight lines and sort of door panels and sticky out 
handles. Enormous wheels. Huge engine, just very powerful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a fantastic car, but could never really be. I could imagine it being the henchman's car. I oh, could imagine yeah. henchmen rolling around in that sort of thing. It's very it's, practical. It's big, yeah, practical, mm. easily fit bodies, plural. Yeah, plural. Yeah, big, big sort of SUV style. Yeah, yeah. Route. It's a it's a hefty car. Mm. It's it's super fast. But picture yourself rocking up to again. I'm just picturing the boss meeting. Here yeah, comes S class after seven series, and they just all. S- sort of cruising up someone's got an old style limo probably mm. and then here you come in your very loud amg mercedes g-wagon and it just all the bosses are standing around going yeah. oh, oh hello come from the army have we hello sergeant yeah. and saluting you and what else were we saying about going oh yeah this bentley that you um showed me the photo of it looked and and i think this is universal amongst gangster cars as well it looked out of place in the daytime yes you know, it looks. I. It's like the Batmobile. It can't be out in the daytime. It looks weird. It's. It's kind of like the scenario has been set, and then someone forgot to put a car-shaped thing in a spot. That's how just black and large. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's right. It looks less like a car and more like a silhouette of a car. Yeah, which is. It sounds is a, cool. Yeah, it except is. when it's parked out the front of like Florsham's shoes. Yeah, exactly. Good pronunciation. Where's the dignity? <laughs> yeah. oh, but speaking of, of dignity and joke cars, yeah, here's a proposition for you and for you listeners as well. You might disagree with this, but no American-made car can be a gangster car. Mm, that is controversial. Mm. But you know what? I agree with you. I can't. They're just they're too they're too floppy and wallowy. Wallowy. Gangsters do drive American cars. Sure, they do. Mm. But not if you want to be taken seriously. No. You're getting a Mercedes. You're getting laughed at if you're driving an American floppy. Yeah, like it's like the um, the Chrysler 300C. Oh, like it that meets all criteria it to looks be a tough. gangster car. But unfortunately, it's a it's a bit like it's the Disneyland of the gangster cars. It meets all the criteria, but you get a bit closer, and hey, these bricks are fiberglass. This is all plastic. Exactly, exactly right. It's it's um, it's gangster in appearance only. We were saying that if if you were getting rolled up on by the gangster boss, you turned around, here comes a gangster car, it's black, it's four-door, it's got a boot with a big enough for a body, and ah, oh, oh. it's just a Chrysler. Oh, oh thank goodness. You can breathe a little easier. I'm going to be, well, I might not be walking home, but I won't be going, going home in the back of that thing. No, exactly. This is a pretend gangster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is right. a playing this gangster. can't be the big boss because he's... He's driving. He's driving a Mercedes. I mean, sure, Chrysler own Mercedes. Yeah, but gangsters aren't owning Chrysler. No, gangsters don't care about that thing. Gangsters There's the paradox about, look, about swagger. Yeah. Even um, if you're watching the show Succession at the moment, it's basically it's a fictional sort of telling of media mogul mm. billionaires, the Murdoch family kind of right. Thing. And they always are rolling up on you know, big villas and estates and they're just full of money and they've got big black cars, but they're American and so they're just big, wallowy, cheap-looking cars and they do shots from inside this sort of allegedly billionaire's conveyance. And yeah. you can see the kind of the, the leather's a bit wrinkly around their heads. Yeah. And it doesn't... It looks cheap. They look cheap. Even yeah. when they're... Oh, here, mate, this right, is the car it? you're talking about, not the actors. No, oh, no, this is just the car, yeah. Right, no, the, right. actors are, the actors are great. I enjoy the show. I find the cars mm. tend to match the country that they're from. Don't you think? Like, the German cars are always just, just efficient. Solid. 
They're sorted out. They're efficient. Reliable. Americans, like you say, the cars, they're fat and wallowy. They're made for sort of going somewhere with as t- by taking up as much as room much space. As you're possible. right. Yeah, just filling the space. That's uh, not dignified. That's, that's if, not if that's dignified. you as a person, go jogging. Go somewhere faster and put down the hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to do. We wanted to say that Porsche never does a gangster car. However, you've yeah. got a. Well, I spotted this um, some recently actually, and yeah, you're right. Up until. This example I'm about to give, I'd I'd never seen Porsche as a gangster car because no. they're too friendly looking, too fun, fun and friendly looking. Because they're, they're sort of cars. a joke car. Like they they made they've made the same car for the entire time they've been a company. No one's even noticed. No, it's funny. But it's that's that's Germany. That's the German yeah, good German they've joke. Made they've made it right the first time and they haven't changed it because why why mess with it? They've smashed it. It's perfect. It's ridiculous. They only change the edges of it. Literally as a matter of convenience. Because they have to yeah. at some point. But anyway, uh, yeah, recently I saw the movie The Grey Man oh. or Grey Man or Greyman. <laughs> Greyman. Yeah, and, and in that movie, the the gangster cars were Porsche Cayens, which for those that don't know, it's a big SUV. Hmm. When I say SUV, it's a four-wheel drive. It's a, bit, it's a proper four-wheel drive. It's a big car. It was, it was um, un, when it came out, it was kind of, oh, this is the death of Porsche. Absolutely. They, like, they used to make sports cars and now they make garbage. Yeah. And and to be fair, when they first came out, they were garbage. They looked rubbish. They they, they were wallowy as well. They, they, were, they were basically just um, Audis with Porsche badge, badges on. They looked like just but, kind of overinflated yeah, 911s. But now they look great. I, yeah, I'll stick my hand up and say I really like what they've done with Righto. it. The direction that they've taken, I think they look great. But... Still not gangster car. However, this movie, The Grey Man, Porsche Cayens coming up the road, bristling with guns <laughs> and heavies. And I guess that kind of puts them in the, in the gangster realm. You felt intimidated. Space. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, I mean, it was only for, the, perhaps only for the fact that they were stocked to the gills with bad guys, that they were bad, you know, instantly bad cars but but um, if this was like a what is a, a chevy suburban or something of the same size and color yeah you know no, you could I just wouldn't. step quickly to the right and it would it would zoom straight past you it would never be able to stop or turn or anything you yeah, say that's right and also yeah if you yeah once once a, a chevy comes to a complete stop you've got quite a lot of time to move out of you've the gone right. home you can go home and make yourself a a cup of tea. Have you've, a round. You've of booked golf. some flights out of the out of the country to get away from the gangsters. But if it's Porsche with engineering, Porsche, yeah, forget about no, it. You've, you've got three seconds to get more than a hundred kilometers away. You're done for. That's how fast they are. Well, there you go. Porsche does make a gangster car. We've we've Ooh. decided a new thing. What else have we got on this? Oh, the honourable mention. Oh yeah. We've, we forgot all about. Now these are recent imports to Australia. The Toyota Majesta or oh, Crown. Of course. They're sort of yeah, Camry-shaped yeah. size things, but they've got V8s and all sorts of just really great little kind of comfort technologies in them. But they yeah. look imposing. A bit of a side skirt on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Japanese gangster cars, mm. Yakuza cars. Yes. Yeah. Then if a they if a Toyota cool. makes a gangster car, you're never going to outrun it. Yeah, Ever. that's true. You you that cannot build solid. You cannot escape. You could shoot it all full of holes and it would still keep coming. I'm pretty sure that's how they make them in the factory. They just fire them out of a big Toyota gun. What an efficient way of producing cars. God, that's why they're number one. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why, that, that, that's why Toyota is the biggest car manufacturer in the world, because they are good at good at what they do. We we wanted to give another honourable mention to uh, British cars. Obviously, Jaguar, oh, that's a gangster car. That goes without saying. The British gangsters. They the do Range the Rover? Range Rover, yeah, I, I've seen Range Rover used as gangster cars. They I think work. they are, yeah. I mean, ob- obviously blank. I'm pretty sure Range Rover customers only buy them in black and I've white. I've never seen it in a different colour. I've never seen it. Either. Black to Range Rover is grey to the Holden Captiva. <laughs> That's like, just this what is, they come in. This is what we do. Mm. Well, the, 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 certainly the, the lesser model Range Rovers, like your, your Evokes. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and whatnot. Is it Evoke? Evoke. Yeah. Um, that one, the smaller. Yeah, the, the, the Posh Spice design. Oh, yeah. Range Rover. Did she design those? She was... Well, I mean, they probably just wanted to have her name on it. She was certainly consulted. Well, I I like them. I think they're stylish little things. And I don't really get on board with small Much like Posh Spice herself. Yeah. No, um, good on her. Yeah, yeah. Goes to to prove the point that the person making the car has a big say in the personality of that car. Mm. And the singularity of that personality. Just a... Yeah, just a... Just a good... A celebration of success. A celebration of success. Rolls Royce for a gangster car? Too comfortable, too comfortable. Rolls Royce are um, are great, as we know. Sure. And they they re- really imposing a big street presence, a big curb size presence. But I don't. You're not terrified. No, not for your life anyway. You're terrified for your stock options or your. No, I feel that someone that I mean, once you've got to that level of being able to roll around in a brand new Rolls Royce, you, you've your gangster days are coming to an end and you're not you don't want the body in the back Rolls Royce is no so way. comfortable the body might come back to life ah oh, the massage setting in the boot is I, just I just needed a lie down <laughs> after those 19 three woods to the <laughs> solar plexus I feel much better thank you I've learned my lesson I promise I'll pay you back all of my gambling debts ah oh, good man hey yeah, look let's wrap up <laughs> let's wrap up this gangster car car bit in a plastic sheet yeah, let's, let's roll up this gangster car and put it in some chicken wire and dump it in a river. Weighted and down, of course. Well, that's what the chicken wire is for. And now we're moving on to our car of the week, the Ferrari Testarossa. Ah, oh, a classic. Let me ask you this, and I know what the answer is, but I, I want, want to ask you listeners as well. You're growing up, you have a poster of a supercar on your bedroom wall. Correct. Not just a cool car. Nothing with four doors. You've got a poster of a two-door car on your bedroom wall. What is it? It's a Ferrari Testarossa. Yeah, that's for me as well. It really was the only car of supercar of the nineties. I mean, it, I mean, there was there were others, of course, but like the Testarossa was just, as you say, it was the poster poster supercar. That was the best car. Full stop. Yeah, and I, everything else. I think that was the first time I realised that cars could have a best one. Yeah, of course, it's all subjective, but like. The, the test no, 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 it's not subjective. Not to me as, as an eight-year-old. This car is the best one. That's true. Mm. That's I think true. even as an eight-year-old, I knew that I had a Lamborghini Countach as well. That's a spacey, yep. space-age yeah, wedge thing. Yep. It's incredible to look at, but I knew that compromises had been made. The Testarossa was the one. The Testarossa is the one. Things are very black and white when you're eight years old, isn't it? It's Thankfully, like, That's yeah. the best one. Except for the Testarossa, that was red. Yeah. Of course. They also come in white. There's a no, there's a white one in Adelaide. At the I have moment. seen this white one. Um, I visited a, a a car shop with my with my son. That's a apparently a thing to do, and yeah, we saw this white Testarossa. I might even post a picture of it in the episode 
good idea do in that. the episode uh, panel. Has it has it maintained its allure? Is it still cool? Yeah, and like for I, for a bit of a clue, we went to this. I'll tell you a little bit, bit yeah. about this trip. It's the school holidays. Uh, my son has gotten into cars. I don't know why or how, but there we are. And I said, why don't we go to this um, uh, Richmond's Motor Shop? Down the you know down the street down Richmond Way. down Richmond Way I think it's on Richmond Road that's probably why it's called that but it's a sort of a lovely place it's a big warehouse and it's full of cool cars it's just stocked to the gills with all the different cool sorts cars. of kinds including a white Ferrari Testarossa we went in he's taking photos we're having a great time he sees the white Ferrari Testarossa it's parked by itself next to kind of an entrance because someone's flying from Sydney to come and look at it that, wow. that day that's how kind of attractive apparently it is and he looked at it. And then he just kind of moved on to the next car. It yeah. wasn't any more or less special than other cars. And he lingered along around other cars for much longer. Yeah. But he wasn't sort of... It had the, the side strakes on it, the huge square back. So it's such a busy car. It's so busy. <laughs> I, I think it's cool, but... Yeah. I think that if, if it was made now, it would be weird. It would be like, oh, it's, why have you made that ugly car? If it came out as a concept car from anybody, Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai could make it. Hyundai could pull it off. That's that's where yeah. Hyundai, is, I think, is at with their design at the moment. Yeah, but they would modernise it and it would be cool. Mm. Like the, the new, oh, this is a total tangent, but the the new DeLorean. Yeah, the Hyundai DeLorean. Yeah. The N something, whatever it's called. Yeah. There is a new DeLorean and it looks cool, but Hyundai's made a better one that looks more like it. Somehow. It's a new car. Yeah. For those that don't know, the DeLorean is the back to the future car. It's the 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 wedge with the doors that open up from the top, the gold wing doors, and it not sure if it goes through time if you go eighty eight miles per hour, but we'll we'll get back to you about that. We'll do a future episode on Few taps. Well maybe we've already done that episode. Ooh. God, I wish I wish the audio would come back so I could just post it. Um, um, the Testarossa. The, yeah. the Testarossa. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel like it was it was of its time. It was excessive. A huge twelve-cylinder engine. Yes, not a V twelve. A box. As of you 12. corrected me. Yeah. yeah well, I corrected 12. myself. I'd been saying V twelve the entire time we were. And I just assumed planning this. You were right. I have um, that effect. You saw. You saw often. I'm right. <laughs> um, but yeah, a twelve-cylinder like an enormous. Thing. I mean, the the car is enormous. Mm. Well, it takes up a full lane. It's, it's very, very wide. It's a, it's an Italian Canyonero. <laughs> Italianero. <laughs> another nineties reference. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a big car. It's it's an imposing car. It's a supercar. It's a supercar for sure. Is it a hypercar? No, it hasn't crossed that line because it's. Yeah. You don't know that it was the fastest, or that it won things, or that yeah. it's, there's no achievements attached to it. I feel like hypercar is very much an, a modern invention. Yeah, there, there'll like, be a sort oh, of this a, is a hypercar because it's faster than anything before, and it, we've got to make a new category for it. It's a marketing term, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's absolutely a marketing. I'd love term. to see what comes after hyper. We've had super. There has to be. We've something. gone above with hyper. Um, mega. No. no, that's 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 too happy meal. Yeah, there was actually a, a there was a a French car company called Mega. Was it really? Yeah, they made an off-road V12 <laughs> V12 supercar called the Mega Tracks. Oh, be more French. <laughs> it's a wonderful looking thing, but I'm getting off I'm 
I'm, I'm getting off off to- off topic as I was getting off topic. Off road. Yeah. What's the stuff anyway? Is it a hypercar? Off paste. Come back on paste. So Ferrari Testarossa. Is it cool now? I think it's brought its cool with it. Hmm. We came up with this analogy that seeing a Testarossa now is like seeing Henry Winkler now. And the Correct. reason Henry Winkler is cool now is because he was and always will be the Fonz. The Fonz. Hey, sit on it. <laughs> sit in it. Sit in it. Yeah, you're not going to see. Yeah, if you if you just saw Henry Winkler today First without time. any precursor, as probably most people listening would be like, who the hell is Henry Winkler? Some might. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd just, just be a guy. He's a, He's just a dude. Hmm. If you don't know, he's the Fonz. And I think that's the same with this Ferrari. It would be like, wow, that's a big, ungainly-looking car. It looks like a sail has fallen over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like someone's dropped a massive wedge of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. That's no gouda. Yeah. You're bringing (laughs) your (laughs) A-game. Stop, I can't bear it. All right, that's enough cheese puns. Thank God. Yeah, it's it's a big wedge. I don't know. I I don't know. It's got one. It's somehow it's cool. It's cool because I can't I can't let go. I can't let go of that eight year old boy in short trousers. Like ah, this is that's you. It's yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, officers, this is all in context. Please (laughs) snip this bit out. (laughs) You said what to him? (laughs) No, you're right. You can't let go. You can't let go of your childhood, and that is part of it. And nor should you. I mean, if you are in, if you're into cars and you're listening to this podcast this far, there's a beautiful part of your childhood that's like cars are cool. Yeah. If you if you are lucky enough, like us, to have had great childhoods, yeah, that's part of it. And you want to, you, you can't really let go of it because that's that's a, a happy moment in time. Why would you change the recipe? Yeah. Keep exactly. being interested in a cool car. Yeah. You know what else is cool about the Testarossa? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't need to. No, it's not practical. Yes. Yeah. Much like the four doors and the black is the gangster cars, not being practical is a supercar. That's kind you of You can't pop to the shops in it. That's the litmus test. Someone who loves you, if you had one, someone who loves you will call it that ridiculous car. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's I think that's a mark of honor really. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry I interrupted you. You know what else it's got about it? What's that? A gated manual. Gated manual. Seeing the mechanics. I mean, you're not seeing it. It's just like they haven't given you like that rubber boot that stops peanuts falling in there. Yeah. (laughs) But you are not eating peanuts in your Ferrari. No, I might. You're not getting my Ferrari. Okay. (laughs) No, fair enough. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let me in your Ferrari either. Yeah. Yeah. Salty, oily fingers. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the first time you. If you saw the inside of the Ferrari, if you saw what a gated manual is, you'd already seen one on video games. That's where you've seen the Testarossa. Outrun. Outrun. Oh. Yeah. Another contender for episode highlight picture. Oh, that could easily be it. That could be it as well. But you know, if you've played Outrun, if we're saying, Sega, Outrun, that's the car. Yeah. Probably (laughs) because it's really easy to render in like 16-bit pixels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You've already got the cubes. Just get some straight lines. You got yourself a Testarossa. Yeah. And and they cleverly only showed it from behind. So it's just a Didn't you spin out occasionally? You got to see like doot doot doot. Oh, I yeah. never played it. I didn't have I didn't have video games when I was growing up. Yeah, well that's why you're so smart. Maybe. Yeah. 
I've got them now, though. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I've rained PlayStations I, on my yeah, on I can, my progeny. I can tell that's why wound you back in. <laughs> that's why I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> no, I think once you reach forty, you have to do a podcast. That's the rules, isn't it? Is that why I'm doing two? Correct. Yeah, listeners, I'm also doing another podcast. I won't talk about it on this one. Just yeah, please don't. Yeah, I don't want any cross pollination. Like Not <laughs> one bit. I don't like to hear about those dickheads. We touched on it before, but it's got twelve cylinders. Mm. Yeah, and that's kind of that's a thing you know about it as well. Yeah, even when you're eight, even when you're eight, you know, that's got more cylinders than years I've been alive. It's special. Yeah. How many was that? Yeah, it's yeah. it's the. Yes, the engineering behind it, to have 12 cylinders, it's, again, so unnecessary. It's complicated and fiddly. and yeah. it's like I think because back when that came out, Formula One cars had 12 cylinders. So it was like, oh, this is the closest I can get to like a Formula One car. And that's how you see cylinders. like car marketing in action. Like that's what all car racing is. It's yeah, just it's advertising yeah. for their cars cars yeah which side note Mm. it must in speaking of formula one it must infuriate proper car manufacturers it must make mercedes and ferrari so upset that they are car manufacturers that's what they do and yet they can't make a car as good as a drinks company it must make them so angry (laughs) they would deny it they must be like well maybe we'll just make drinks then no, no, look, they've got, I know they've got like engines from here and designers from there. They would, they would be making excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the drinks company is there saying, we are the drinks company. Yeah. Like Red Bull make Formula One cars on the side and they're still faster than car manufacturers that just make cars. Red Bull F1 is just advertising. It's just advertising. And therein lies the power of advertising. And Mercedes and Ferrari and Alpha and... Jag and all those other kind of companies can sort of say like, oh, we have this proud racing heritage and that's part of who we are and what we do, but it's marketing. Yeah. It's just marketing. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly and Red Bull's right. just, they're being honest about it. Yeah. I don't follow Formula One at all beyond every year watching Drive to Survive on Netflix. Yeah. And no, I'm very much the opposite of that. I watch every race. Have you ever watched practice. Drive to Survive? And I've never watched Drive to Survive. Oh. I'll tell you for why. Because I don't like behind the scenes. I like in front of the scenes. Oh. I like the scenes. I don't like behind the scenes. Like, as you know, I've done a little bit of acting in my time. You and did. you don't want to see behind the scenes. You don't want to see how the sausage is made. Well, quite. <laughs> quite. Especially <laughs> not when it's an F1 sausage. No. How interesting. No, I, I deliberately avoid F1 coverage throughout the year. So you can see behind the scenes. So that when Drive to Survive comes out, it's all a surprise and it's lovely. Cause I, it's all fresh. One of the seasons, I can't remember which one, but one of the... See, I'm talking about it like it's fake. One yeah. of the seasons, it came down to the last Well, they minutes. call it seasons. It's, it's Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> I only speak TV. <laughs> yeah, it came down to the last race and the last two people in the last minute. It was very controversial and it was, it was some of the best reality TV I've ever seen. Yeah. And I watch a lot of it. Yeah. I watch a lot of reality TV. I don't like... I don't tend to like it as a genre which means i'm very picky about it so the ones i watch are fucking great yeah they'd have to be yeah <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> seeing some of the stuff on the tv when i come here <laughs> yeah well look you know it's all it's all research you know you can't be uh, i was, I was researching you don't want to look how the sausage is made around uh, around my reality tv research damn right a lot of yeah. sausage on those reality tvs hey look just as a final note 
on the twelve. Oh, got to get back on the on the on the twelve cylinder thing. Yes. If you're a car person, you're listening to this podcast. You've definitely gone on carsales.com, and you've definitely done what Nick is about to describe. Yeah, you've gone to the search. You've put in twelve cylinders. Scroll, 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 and scroll, nothing scroll. else. Engine. You've clicked search, and you've clicked sort price low to high. <laughs> Ooh, a Jag. Yeah. Oh my God. All the cheapest ones are all Jags. $4,000? Yeah, they don't have odometers. They just start with the opening price and it just ticks off the money as you. <laughs> Somehow you don't even have to drive it. They are, um, they are money pits. You would never. Please, please, if you see a Jaguar with 12 cylinders, do not buy it. No. <laughs> it's a trap. It will, it will steal, it will steal your money. Even if you're thinking about it now, go check your bank account. Ding, 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 ding. It's going down. It's going down. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. What a dream. 12 cylinders. 12, 12 cylinders in a jack. What a... Just being able to say, 12 cylinders, look at this car. And you would very much just be saying it because you couldn't start it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, they are. They are not well made. They are not German. That is why. A German 12-cylinder, on the other hand. That's about yeah. a million dollars. I've yeah. done that search before. Yeah. Country Price of origin. High to low. Germany. <laughs> cylinders, 12. Nope. Oh, yeah. Okay. How about low to high? Nope. It's the same. Yeah. Mm. It's the same one car. Hey, look, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's talk about another 12 cylinder car next time. Yeah, let's do Or maybe not. Maybe we'll not. see. We'll see. No. Right in. Tune in next week for the Italian special. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to be talking Italian right. cars next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we're finally I mean, getting I know down we're to talking, I know we're talking Ferrari here and we're talking big, but this is we're going to be much more humble next week. But we're talking Italian. We're talking Italian drivers. We're talking Mamma Mia. We're going the length and breadth of that great long boot we're of talk, a country. <laughs> we're talking terrible, terrible, terrible reliability, but beautiful. So beautiful that you can overlook it. Absolutely. It doesn't even it's, matter. Yeah, it's like an... Yeah, I, what, what would it be like? It's like a um, it's like a beautiful person that's none too bright. Oh no, they're pretty bright. They're very clever, but um, no, that, yeah. it's just about life, man. Yeah, it's flavors and yeah, it's about eating the peach and letting the juice run down your chin while you're waiting for your car to be fixed. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> that's that's happening a lot. But that's for next week. That's for next week. So, yeah, I've had a great drive. I've had a great drive too. All right. Well, shall we move off? Get out of this layby. Let's let's move off. If you want to send us an email, it is just going for a drive at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at just, just going, going for, for a, a drive. drive. Send us a message. Click like, follow us. Yeah, just f- follow us. Don't follow too closely and uh, keep the high beams off, but by all means do follow us. Hands at 10 and 2, please. All right, thanks for listening everyone. Bye. <laughs>